Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So in our episode last week, we began to look at this idea of God's will, understanding what it is. God's will is always in the present. God's will is always unfolding. I think the big help is understanding that God's will is today. It is knowable and doable. So many times you ask people, do you know God's will for your life? And they, they, they can't say they do or they won't raise their hand. Uh, that's God's unrevealed will off in the future. Every single person, according to Scripture, can know God's will and do God's will. God has revealed His will completely through Scripture. There's lots of stuff that you and I can do based on Scripture that is His will. Does God have you at a job? You know He put you there. That's God's will for your life. Does He have you in school in a certain degree? That's God's will for your life at this very moment. Now, He may reveal more things as time goes on, but that's His unrevealed will. So as we understand God's will and we understand that it's more in the present, uh, than it is off in the future, and we understand it's always unfolding. How can we discover and do God's will? That's what we want to talk about on today's episode. Sometimes we feel just like those billboards on the side of the road that flash for five or ten seconds, go to another ad, flash for five or ten seconds, and go to another. That God's going to put His will for our life up there. He's going to flash it for just a moment, and if we miss it, that's it. Game over. It's gone. You'll never see it again. We feel like God is trying to hide his wheels because we're searching so hard from it when we don't hear uh, from him for further revelation or further revealing of his will. We say, well, God's not revealing his will. But no, God has already revealed his will. That's what we need to focus on. You see, and that what we're saying, if God's going to hide it from us or not show it to us, that's inconsistent with his character. If God loves you like he says he does with agape love, and God created you with talents and a specific purpose, then guess what? God is going to guide you into his will for your life. If he has a will, he is going to show you. He's going to give you guideposts. He's going to reveal it to you uh, as you navigate your life. So as we discover God's will, two quick thoughts on this point here. There needs to be a presentation, and there needs to, uh, and then that presentation leads to a proving of what God's will is. What do I mean? From Romans chapter 12, Paul described God's will as that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. But as we back up to just a few verses before, it begins to tell us what we need to do to discover God's will. He says, present your bodies a living sacrifice. And he begins to describe that holy, acceptable unto God. And he says, which is your reasonable service? So this is you and I need to surrender our lives to him. A living sacrifice is something that's dead but living. We understand Jesus gives us that teaching through Scripture that we're to pick up our cross and follow Him. This idea of dying to de- dying to self daily. So you're giving yourself you're giving yourself dead to sin but alive to God. And so, bottom line is there has to be a surrender of your will to the will of God. If we're going to discover God's will, number one, we have to forsake, we have to surrender our will because you see every single one of us are born with a will. We have certain things that we want to do, certain goals, certain places, certain people, all these things, and it doesn't mean they're bad. Many times what we have in our heart, God places there and he'll give us the desires of our heart. But you and I have to surrender our will first. And I can remember 
As I was growing as a Christian, many of you maybe have heard my testimony in previous episodes. I didn't grow up in church. I came to faith in Christ at a later age. And I remember growing. I didn't really have any knowledge of Scripture or anything. And I just remember growing and reading. I remember reading the challenges from, from Jesus. And I remember coming to a point, and it's a battle. Let me say it's a hard battle to surrender your will. Because you're basically saying, Lord, I give up. I'm going to give all that I have over to you. Now, while that is a beautiful thing because I'm given over to the one who created me, the one who gives me life, it's rightfully his, which is what Paul says. It's your reasonable service. It's the least you could do for what he did for you. But for some reason, we like to hold on to our will. And I get it. It's a battle. But I remember finally coming to the point and surrendering my life over. I said, okay, Lord, enough. I'm going to give it all to you. And I remember that moment, and that was a moment that God began to work. I already knew and understood what his will was for that moment, but then he began to work in my life and reveal what his will was then, and then he opened up some other doors, and he revealed what his will was for that month and that year and that season of life. You see, that presentation or that surrendering leads to a proving of what God's will is. And he says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Allow God's word to renew your mind that you may prove. That word prove there means to try, discern, or really put on trial. That you may put on trial what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, as we surrender our life to him, we surrender our will, then God will reveal his will. You see, we can't have a will and then want God's will. We have to surrender our will to take God's will. And until we surrender our will, it may be hard for God to even reveal it because we have our own will. And so we have to surrender our will. And as we do that, that gives us the ability to discover God's will and God's plan for your life. And I would say this, as you're looking to discover God's will, there's five elements that God has used in my life. And I've heard other people tell me the same three, four, five elements that he's used in his life to reveal his will. Number one is this, God has always, and he uses them all together or some separately, but here's the five, he uses his word. He uses prayer, circumstances, other people, and peace. God uses his word to reveal his will. Much of his will, you're trying to figure out what God's will is, read his word. It's right there. You and I are to be a follower of Jesus Christ. That is his will. What does that look like? We're to be an unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. We're to find some way to be active in our church and, and in ministry and getting the gospel out. That's God's will for your life. You and I have to provide for ourselves or maybe for a family, if you're married as a man, you have a biblical mandate to provide for your family. That is God's will for your life. So God uses his word. He uses prayer. Sometimes when we're praying to him, he'll, he'll speak back to us. Circumstances that may be within our control or out of our control. Sometimes people do things that divert your plans, change your plans, send you to another place. And you think, what on earth? God works through those situations. Think about Joseph being in jail and prison and, and then him coming to the end. You thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good. Circumstances. Other people. You ever, have, ever had other people speak into your life? Uh, I can remember uh, my pastor a year or so ago made a statement to me, and I knew right then that I needed to pursue my master's. It's just something he said. God confirmed it. I'd already been praying about it. 
had already been seeking God, but he just made a bypassing statement to me. He had no idea. He made a bypassing statement to me, and it confirmed in my heart, okay, this is the time. And then peace, which is beautiful. Because uh, many times, sometimes God's will will ask you to do something in faith. And it may not, uh, it may not look, uh, it may look crazy. Let me just put it that way. It may be a stretch. It may be you changing from one job to another and taking less pay. It may be you going back to school. It may be you changing your degree right at this moment, and it's going to add a year or two more to your schooling. You say, "Well, that'll be wasted. That's wasted time." No, nothing is ever wasted. Because if you've been praying and you've been seeking God and you've been in his will the whole time, then you have been fulfilling God's will. Even if it adds two more years, even if you say, well, that was not even purposeful for me to be at that job. I got nothing from it. I needed to be over here. God uses everything. It's all preparing us, equipping us for what God has for us in the future. And so when God is asking you to do something, maybe that doesn't quite uh, look, uh, look like it makes sense, Sometimes that peace comes in. And you know, because that peace is there, it's indescribable. The Bible talks about it in Philippians chapter 4, the peace of God which passeth all understanding. That peace comes in and just it just comforts your mind to say, okay, I know this quite doesn't seem to make sense at the moment, but it will. And God gives us that peace to say, I'm giving you my peace so that you know you can take the next step, uh, regardless of what people may be saying. So that's discovering God's will. And then what about doing God's will? So if God's will is in the present, then we can know it. We can discover it, and then we need to do it, right? You can only do what you know. You can't do what you don't know. So that's why we say God's will is in the present. God's not asking us to do something that we don't know. And that's why we have to fulfill God's will, that being in the present. So to fulfill God's will is to be obedient to what you know right now. To fulfill God's will is you giving 100% to what you know you're supposed to do right now, doing it for God's glory. And in searching and looking for God's will in the future, please be careful not to miss it right now for today. God has already revealed his will to you. The question is, are we being fully obedient to that will? You say, well, I don't know God's will for my life. Just stop and sit down and begin to write out. What has God revealed to you thus far? Where does God want you? What does God's word say that is for you today? We have to stop getting impatient when he's not revealing the future plans because sometimes that's what we're asking for when we say, what is God's will for my life? But understand God's will is in the present today and be fully obedient to that so that if he has something more, he will reveal it. If not, you're in God's will. And know this, the bigger things, which, which is what we're trying to look for many times, we say, what is God's will for my life? Come in obedience in the mundane ordinary days. What do I mean? Moses, he's keeping sheep. Man, that's an exciting job out in the desert, watching animals every day, feeding them, watering them. Then all of a sudden, what? The burning bush. His life changed just like that. Nehemiah, if you know anything about the story of Nehemiah, he's the king's cupbearer. And so he's just tasting and providing food, doing errands for the king. And then one day his brother comes to visit him and reveals a message about Jerusalem. And God used just that visit from a brother, just what he said about his hometown to change his entire life to go back there and rebuild uh, the city. You think about King David, the same thing, uh, how he uh, is just keeping uh, the 
sheep. He took some food to his brothers, right? Doing what he's supposed to do, fulfilling God's will for today. He sees Goliath and he would fight Goliath and then God would reveal his will for his life in the future. And then lastly, I'll say this, defeat or a closed door does not always mean it's not God's will. I love Michael Jordan. I grew up uh, watching him play with the Chicago Bulls. Um, just, just love his, uh, athletic ability, love, uh, his character, you know, in the game. And, uh, but it's interesting that Michael Jordan didn't make the varsity basketball team in high school. I mean, as great as he was now, he could have taken that as, okay, that's not God's will for my life. Uh, but we understand what a, an amazing basketball player he was. So sometimes the closed door does not, does not always mean it's not God's will. And sometimes it does. So that's where we have to be discerning. Sometimes maybe God just wants to see how bad do you really want it? Is this something you really want? And I'll say this. I said it on the previous episode. Sometimes you and I find ourselves staring at a fork in the road. And we're praying and we're seeking and we're truly trying to be uh, genuine and want to make the best step. And there's sometimes that I, I know, okay, God leads, it's, 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 it's B, I need to do B. It's just clear, A is not the one, I know to do that. There's been a few times when it's like I cannot get settled on it. And I remember one time in specific, and I talked with someone, and they said, you know, uh, sometimes God gives you the option. And that helped me tremendously because what I was staring at, both were good things, both uh, were could have been God's will. And I believe just as you and I look at a map on our phone and we say, okay, I want to go here, and it takes from point A to point B, and it gives you two or three options. They all lead to the final destination. There are times that God gives us the option to choose. Why? Because he gives us a free will. Why? Because he loves us. And why? Because he puts desires in our heart. And sometimes he says, look, both of these are going to be good options. Both of these are within my will, and both of these will get you to the final destination. Uh, so be mindful of that sometimes when you're praying and you're, you're just banging your head against the wall, like I cannot figure out why is God not guiding in one specific one, though you don't feel any closure or, you know, you, you know when God's guiding any one. He doesn't give you peace about another, but sometimes you have peace for both and you have guidance. You're just like, I, I don't know what to do. Sometimes you have to pick. And so I hope that helps you. If you don't walk away with anything else, walk away with knowing that God's will is in the present. You can know it and you can do it today. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.